0: Hello and welcome to Clearing the Lens with me, Melissa and Lawful, a podcast to equip and help you in your ultimate calling, which is to glorify God. I'm a newlywed, a mom, a Bible-believing Christian, and a woman in corporate, and I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Today, I don't want to say much, to be honest. I am feeling very emotional. I'm feeling very frustrated. There's an element of despair that I feel as well because of what we all know happened in the last week um, in Saturday, on Saturday, where there was the attack on Israel. There's been a lot of media coverage on what's happened since that attack on women being dragged through the streets with blood dripping down their legs, reports of women and children being kidnapped, people being raped, and obviously death and destruction all around. I want to encourage us in this episode to pray as Christians, to pray for Israel, to pray for Palestine, to pray for those in authority. And when I say pray for Israel, if this was Hamas attacking India, I would say pray for India. And so I'm not saying pray for Israel because I'm a Christian and I believe that the Bible is the word of God. And because of what the Bible has to say about the nation of Israel and the history behind that, I'm saying pray for Israel because of the attack on Israel and the brutality that has been experienced by their citizens. When I say pray for Palestine, it's not because I'm trying to be neutral. It's because I acknowledge that there will be a lot of pain and destruction in the now and in the weeks to follow as Israel retaliates. When I say pray for those in authority, I had an episode on this when I spoke on the Russia, no, it wasn't the Russia-Ukraine episode. It was the city of Cape Town versus Santaco episode, where I speak to how we as citizens need to pray for those in authority, that the Bible says that they are put in authority by God and that ultimately they are there in order to enforce justice, in order to ensure that citizens live in peace. And so all these people need prayer. I want us to pray for everyone else in the greater world as well. There is a lot of suffering that's happening right now. The Russia-Ukraine war storage is on. There's so much suffering on our own continent. And we need to keep that in mind in our daily prayer lives. So I am specifically saying pray for Israel and talking to Israel in this episode. But it's not because everything else doesn't matter. But it is because it is front page news right now. And another reason is that already we can start seeing divisions in the church around how to respond to this. So the online debates that I've come across are one being around whether Israel as described in the Bible or in the book of Revelation is Israel the nation or Israel being us as the now adopted sons of God by being saved as Gentiles. And I just want to say that I don't think that matters. What matters in this time is that a nation has been attacked, is that its citizens are being dragged through the streets, its women are being raped, and we need to speak out against that. We've also got the Black Lives Matter saying that they support Palestine, Palestine, it's a Palestine, Palestine, or Palestine, actually, in U.S., that they support them because of the oppression that Palestinians have experienced from Israelites. And my answer to that, or my thoughts around that, are that oppression does not justify depravity. We as South Africans have our own painful history. We can look back and remember some people or read about apartheid and how black people in the country were subject to brutal unfair, unjust laws and legislation and enforcement of those laws. If our retaliation had been to drag white people from their homes and rape their women and children, we would have been wrong, even with the oppression, even with the history. It would need to be condemned. And if someone had called for the prayer for those women, for those victims, they would not have been wrong. And so despite our political beliefs, the lens through which we see what is right and what is wrong, cannot be through our own pain and our own experiences. And I say that because right now everything is relative, but as Christians, we actually believe that there is a moral standard, that God actually does say what is right and what is wrong. And so regardless of the history, regardless of the politics, regardless of our own pain, regardless of our own prejudice, regardless of our own bias, we can, as Christians, pray for victims and want to see justice for them. Romans 14, verse 17 to 19 speaks to the law of liberty, and it speaks to how there are certain matters of opinion that we would have between, in, within the church that aren't necessarily that the Bible says explicitly that one side is wrong or one side is right, right? And so with these matters, We need to learn to live together with a spirit of unity, with a spirit of love and edifying one another and not let these differences divide us. So verse 17 to 19 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify one another. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for the man who eats with offense. And so Paul speaks a lot to the food element in this chapter, but it's not just about food. It could be about things like tattoos. It could be about things like what we wear for one person. Maybe they only wear skirts to their ankles and they believe that they that's what they should wear, that's what they believe is modest, and another person might be fine with wearing shorts to the beach and not feel any way. But the one who feels fine or who is living in that liberty or the freedom that they have needs to be conscious of the impact that their liberty may have on a fellow Christian. And so the goal should always be to promote unity among us. And so wear your shorts, But it may not be appropriate in every circumstance when you consider your brother and how that may impact them and their walk with God. The reason why I want to speak to this verse is because as I spoke to the online debates previously, a lot of what is dividing Christians' response in this area is matters of opinion. And so you have theologians, people who have studied the Bible who believe one thing, and you have other people who believe Another thing, and what I'm saying is, let's just focus on edifying. Let's focus on unity. We can be united in prayer against depravity. I don't know how much of what we're seeing online is true and what's false. There is an account on Twitter. Let me just try find it, which speaks to, it's Shayan, okay, at S-H-A-Y-A-N 86, shayan 86 he's a journalist at bbc verify he posts videos etc on x or previously known as twitter where he says if a post is from this actual war or if it's from something else entirely if it's from another year if it's if it's conspiracy if there's any evidence of that and so i have been following a lot of his posts as well and just seeing what's being reported versus what may not be true that's just one source where you can just have a look and see if what you're seeing is true or hyperbolic and trying to get a reaction out of you but going back to my point let's focus on unity we can be united in prayer in this time against what is morally wrong let's focus on edification Let's pray for those in authority. Let's focus on righteousness. Let's focus on peace. Let's pray for joy. I don't know how God will work the situation out for good, but the Bible says he does. He works all things together for the good of those that love him. There are some Christians in Israel. There are some Christians in Palestine. We need to pray for our brothers and sisters, but also non-Christian Jews and non-Christian Palestinians need prayer. So they can hear the gospel and believe in Jesus Christ. And so at the end of all this, they can have a hope that transcends all that's going on right now. They can have a hope for eternal life and a hope for glory in the presence of God. That's all I have to say today. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you tune in next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like and follow this podcast or leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. This is me saying goodbye and reminding you of your ultimate calling in this moment, this day, and this week, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever.